Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Well, welcome to episode 44. I'm sorry about my voice because I'm full of cold. I don't know whether it's an improvement or not. Um, but Andy and Pierre will uh, let me know, no doubt. Um, just a quick, I just, I really want to know your thoughts, uh, boys, because I'm sure you are, but, uh, say to do farming mod Lardog. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Saturday, but I'm not sure if anything special is going down. Well, of course it is. Come on, man. You know what's going on on Saturday. I guess it's some weirdo music stuff going on on Southerner. Oh, it's Eurovision, of course. It's yeah, yeah. Eurovision 2022. Yeah. Uh, live from uh, Milan, in Italy, I think it is, isn't mm-hmm. it? Or somewhere in Italy. I thought you'd be getting, like, you know, the bunting out and the karaoke microphones and the fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the opposite, but it's, it's my birthday next week. On uh, Tuesday next week is my birthday. Ooh. Oh, turning right. 38 so Ooh, I'm, 38. I'm telling you in time so if you want to start wrapping in up time. gifts how should i start <laughs> working on this hey. big piece now in a week <laughs> yeah i mean i could post it tomorrow and you might get it for christmas huh yeah, post me a, a tape with your current voice <laughs> yeah uh yeah <laughs> so, yeah but you have the wrong nationality then if next tuesday is your birthday yeah, I should be should have been born in Norway. Yeah. So I celebrate with them, but for another reason, of course. What's what's the day in Norway then? It's national their national day. day. Oh, right, okay, national day. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, unlike very, Swedish people, they really people. celebrate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody really celebrates St. George's Day in England. Nobody does anything. But St. Patrick's Day, everyone goes crazy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But not St. George's Day. Yeah. St. George's so Day is the national day. Is it in England? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a seller. Mm. Yeah. But no one does anything. Mm. But um, is there uh, is there also one for the UK or does every country has its own national day? No, yeah, yeah, because Scotland have Burns Night, don't they? And uh, mm. they go wild with the haggis and stuff. And uh, the Welsh have St. David's Day, where they all run around with leeks and daffodils and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, do you think I could get a job as a voiceover artist with this? Oh, for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. just wanted to say, I think it's an improvement when you asked before. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> I'll uh, make sure this cold hangs around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking I could probably say something like, uh, hey, how are you doing? Let's go back to my place and get comfortable. Turn the lights <laughs> down low, open a nice bottle of Mellow, and let's get it on. <laughs> No, let's, let's get, get on the on. Three Northern Makers podcast. Yeah, that's what we need to do. <laughs> I think we could have we could have like faked you as a guest. <laughs> could have done, yeah. Could have been on as like, you know, I don't know. Steve's Some not here Steve. today, but we have Sean Connery yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I sound like Sean Connery, but yeah. Hey. But there we go. Yeah. So have you been, uh, have you been uh, up to some... Have you been lying in couch, or have you have you been well enough to, um, to do woodworking? Yeah, I've done a I've done a mixture of the both, really, Pierre. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not too sure which one I've done more of lying around or I've done plenty of laying around today. Mm. 
I was I'm not not so much this morning, but this afternoon I was wiped out. But uh, uh, what have I done then? How come I'm going first again? I went first last time. Um, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's the it's the way we do it now. You first, <laughs> then Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I done? Uh, I made a little uh, earlier on. I made a little reel about my incense boxes, oh, which yeah. created quite a bit of. Uh, interest from different people asking me lots of different questions about them mm -hmm. um so people seem to like them and uh, they've gone down well yeah mm -hmm. and uh i spent a few days in the workshop and i finished off all my uh things from my shaker boxes all the uh, forms mm -hmm. and yeah. the plugs that go in the top and the uh the templates and everything so i filmed i spent uh i'd done some before but i spent a couple of days finishing all them off and i filmed all that and uh, I was quite pleased with how they have turned out. I haven't looked at any of the footage yet, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> I think I may have finally nailed a uh, shot where I'm using the drill, really. So I'm open, I'm open you know. Yeah. The rest of the video can be crap as long as the bit with the pillar drill looks good. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, the next part is the fun part, which is the actual making of Because an awful lot of work has gone into making these forms and stuff. Mm. which mm. Um, I didn't really anticipate how much work you put into them, really. So I've done that. And then uh, the next part is the fun part, is to cut the wood and actually bend the wood around the forms. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll do that. Uh, so the, the whole gonna... plastic bag steaming was a success, right? So you're going to use that yeah. method? Yeah, the, the two pieces of ash that I bent are still uh, bent in almost a cylinder, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just wrapped around a painting. They look really good, and the other pieces of oak are just like uh, oak bangles. Yeah, they're they're just there. So Let, that's how it goes as well this time when I wanted to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is that uh, something you could uh, potentially sell? What plastic bags? No, no, the <laughs> the, the product itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. Um, there's lots of guys in America, like older guys, not that I'm old, you know, but older guys in America, that's all they do is make shaker boxes and they sell, you know, mm. they make a good living out of just selling shaker boxes. Yeah, because mm. we're, now when you have the jigs, you can just make them, Yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah, and to actually make the thing itself, I think once you've set up and you, if you cut some strips ready... And you can just keep them to one side. So the strips for the to make the boxes without you just keep them dry and not bend them. You could cut some of them and have them ready because they're all in different sizes and you know the mm. sizes of those. Mm. So you could have those ready just to bend. But you're building um, a lamp, right? Not a box itself. Yeah, well, uh, there's a story to that as well, yeah. <laughs> so there. We're moving on to part two now. So so I finished making the things and uh, we talked about um uh, last episode about making the spare room into uh, like a, a craft room come uh, mm. office studio but well we decided to call it a studio i think that's what's going to be known as mm. and um so sally said uh, can we get started on that so i took the old took the the, the, the furniture down that was in there and um started on that and then at the weekend i painted i decorated the room even though i was full of cold mm. i decorated all the room and uh, it looks really good. Uh, 
So that was the room that the lamp was going to go in, Andy, because it was going to go by the side of the bed in that room, but now there's no bed in that room. <laughs> <laughs> and Sally said, uh, I don't really like these lamps because there was some lamps in there and I was going to put the shades on those lamps. She said, well, I don't really like these lamps. So she took them to the charity shop. So now there's no lamp to put the shade on. <laughs> so you need to build the actual lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll, I'll probably just make the boxes and then we'll make a lamp later on. <laughs> Uh, so. But it's a good, it's a nice box for the studio as well to store stuff. It'll be, it'll be nice, yeah. And uh, as you say, I think uh, it's something that people uh, like and want because you don't see many of them around. You know, you see some paper versions or cardboard versions, mm. but these would be the mm. traditional ones with no glue mm. and just the uh, the nails and the pegs. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to making them. So I'll probably start on them. Uh, what day is it? Day Wednesday. I'll probably start on Monday now, I think. But I don't really want to be doing uh, coughing and sneezing and bloody whilst I'm uh, filling myself, do I? Uh, uh, it will spoil the continuity, Peter, won't it? <laughs> I think so. But uh, you still have the energy, right? Because you said you painted the room. and Yeah, I, well, I painted the room. I was absolutely wrecked when I finished painting the room. That's, that's mm. the only trouble. Uh, and then uh, today... Uh, there was an old uh, wardrobe in the room, a pine wardrobe, which was really old. And uh, there's no, we've got no need for that now. So I, I have to say, I sawed it up. I sawed it in half and took it to the tip and I threw it away. Oh, yeah. Why not reusing? Uh, because it's so old and cracked and, you know, yeah. it's got about 35 layers of wax on it and everything. <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it had these big, the biggest nails I've ever seen in my life. They were like forged nails. They were like, you know, like a triangular nail, like a big mm -hmm. three or four inch ones holding it together. God. So, where, did, where did he get that from? Uh, it was uh, Sally's mum's in an old house that she had. And when we moved in together, we didn't have any furniture. So she said, oh, you can have this wardrobe. And it was never, it was always a bit crooked and that, you know what I mean? It was, was yeah, I don't know who made it. Uh, mm. Like a blind man had made anything, <laughs> but with big nails. Um, Even hands forged so. the nails first. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. And now, yeah, yeah, I think it was built by a blacksmith the size of these nails. <laughs> they were huge, big triangular things. Huh? Um, and the wood was basically the thing that hold the nails together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that's gone. So I saw that and took it to the tip. Um, I quite like a ride to the tip. Have you, do, do you have like a, a, a place where you can get rid of stuff, like a recycling center or something? Yeah, mm. we do. Yeah, I kind of like going go there because, like, leaving. I like leaving that place because that's a good feeling, getting rid of a bunch of stuff. But going there, there are the people working there are quite meticulous, and you you need to put yeah. the the stuff in the right bin. Oh and yeah. Usually, when we get there, it's just like a, we have a cart or a, something connected to the car with just a bunch a trailer. of crap. A yeah, trailer, a trailer yeah. with yeah. crap. And you want to, it's a quite a big area. So when you want to go back and forth and place the stuff and then you have stuff, you don't know where it goes. You have to go ask them. And sometimes I just yeah. throw it all in the, in the burn all in bin. The <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, you're right. When you do, when you leave, you do feel this like uh, lighter feeling about you, don't you? Cause you've gotten mm -hmm. rid of all this crap. Yeah. yeah. It's a very nice feeling. How but, does uh, there wasn't too many UK? people. Do you need to pay for that, or do you? Is it free to dumpster? Uh, it's free. Yeah, it's free. You need a you need a pass. Mm. Uh, so each household gets a pass, 
and you can I can only go to ones in my uh, area. There's about three I can go to, mm. and you've got to put the pass in the car. They're very strict about. Mm. There's, there's no pass in the car. I said, yeah, you see me like four times, you know, this week. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a bit, yeah. Military is the word I would say. Yeah, they're very yeah. strict. <laughs> and you're right, you've got to put the stuff in the right bin. God be tired, you put the wrong stuff in the wrong bin. Mm. Uh, and you see oh, lots of people wandering around going, where does this go, where does this go, where does this go? And they'll yeah. say, oh, it goes in the metal thing. He said, well, it's got wood on it. I know, does it go in wood or metal? Well, it goes in the metal one, it's got metal on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You I sometimes so, I have like a, a glass jar, and I go like, yeah. "This is a glass jar. Does it go in glass?" But yeah, what's yeah. in it? It's like sand and concrete and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Some marble. I think the kids put some marbles in it as well, or some steel. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, but that's a difficult question. And on your wardrobe, where do you throw it? Into I the metal in the or into the wood? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was more metal than wood in there. I threw it in the wood. Uh, <laughs> and it was quite nice because it was like, uh, they have these big uh, like skips, big containers, and you go up the steps to throw it in. And it was like, there was only two pieces in it, so it went a long way down. Mm. So it was like a nice feeling to throw it in and watch it fall down and hit the bottom, you know. <laughs> it was good, yeah. So I had a nice time with the tip. And then I came home and was uh, basically had to sleep, and uh, that was about it, until I had to go to the doctors. Yeah. You were, uh, you were mentioning painting. Are you a person yeah. that likes painting a room, or or how do, how much do you enjoy painting? I actually uh, like love a, painting room. Yeah, I love painting rooms. Yeah, I love decorating. I find it uh, strangely relaxing to paint a room. Hmm. Um, and do you do it by uh, hand with a roller, or what type of method? Yeah, with a, a, a roller. Yeah, yeah. So go around the edges with a brush, and then put the emulsion on with a roller. But I, I'm a bugger because I take forever to prepare the walls, you know what I mean? I'll like fill all the holes and sand them and clean them. And uh, Sally gets a bit frustrated with that. And I said, well, you know, we want it to look right when it's done. And if we spend, you know, a couple of hours now, it looks so much better than, you know, seeing, you know, mm. bumps and that in the wall and everything. Mm. So, um, but uh, yeah, I really like uh, decorating, yeah. And uh, painting a wall is really a nice feeling, I think. My mind just drifts off somewhere else when I'm doing that. Mm. And I had the house to myself on Saturday, so I was just, just lost painting the walls. Uh, and I love the smell of it. When, you, when it's all done and the glosses, the, the skirting boards are all painted white and the walls are done, it looks so mm. clean and nice, yeah. So that was what good. What color did you paint the walls? Uh, well, very similar to the green that's behind. Is that green on your walls? Yeah, it's a very Andy. dark green behind Yeah. So I painted two walls like a dark green and two walls like a light cream color, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So two accent walls and uh, a couple of light walls. And then today, this morning, uh, two, nine o'clock, two guys delivered the new uh, surfer. A a surfer. What are you doing with a surfer? <laughs> a surfer, yeah. A new surfer, surfer again? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing with those guys? <laughs> yeah, he's in the back. He's in the spare room now, yeah. He's in the studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, they brought that. I was a bit worried because I thought, I hope they're going to take it upstairs. Because lots of, lots of people just deliver it to the, to the house mm -hmm. and then you've got to do it yourself anyway. There were two nice lads. I said, uh, needs to go upstairs, lads. Just take the pictures off the wall, man. We'll get them up there. So they just took it up there, which was good. They didn't dare to say anything else with that voice. 
Oh, that's not kill yeah, yeah. Get it on that So, uh, yeah. So, oh, it's like Liam skills. Neeson. That's what it oh, is. Yeah. I, I have a particular set of skills. I will. My find. daughter was <laughs> taken. I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they were good lads. So they brought it up. So then I had to unpack it all and get it out and stick the legs on and all that stuff. But that looks really nice. So, so. Uh, Either later tonight or tomorrow, we'll measure up for uh, desks and stuff and things like that to see what we need to do. Um, are so you building desks stage. or are you buying desks? I'm I'm gonna well I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy some IKEA worktop for mm. kitchen worktop and some mm. uh, drawers and just stick them on there. Okay. Because I think to buy the wood you'd need to make a desk and everything these days is going to cost me a fortune, isn't it? Yeah, you can buy ten IKEA desks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think uh, just just to get things going, uh, uh, it needs a little coffee table and uh, a desk shelf and all that sort of stuff, which I'll make them in time. But just to get mm. us up and running, mm. I think we'll just uh, get some uh, worktop from IKEA and a couple of sets of drawers and stuff like that. It's very popular to get the. I think it's called Ivor, maybe uh, like some oh, drawers, yeah. and you put the worktop yeah. on on top of two of those, and you have uh, some yeah. drawers in the desk. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, needless to say, Sally's got more things to store than I have, you know what I mean? Uh, my drawers will be empty. Sally's will be <laughs> overflowing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you have shaker so, boxes yeah, so it, for yours. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I put some nice shelves up with my boxes on, yeah. Uh, put me SD cards in there, my little uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. box of SD cards. Um, but it's quite exciting doing that, somewhat different. Um, mm. So we're both enjoying that. So it'd be good when it's done, yeah. Mm. Um, so I might like I'm enjoying that uh, I've watched Pierre's uh, sanding video the weekend <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you like it <laughs> I, I loved I loved the beginning with you sneezing and uh, squirting the, getting the air hose on the camera that was very yeah. funny <laughs> and uh, you're such an expert with sanding aren't you Pierre standing sanding you're such an expert oh, with sanding oh yeah, yeah I'm an expert sander yeah yeah oh yeah man uh, Know all about it. Was like, it. it was like watching Mr. Merker do it, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and um, funny enough, um, in my sort of half snoozy bit today, I put uh, the TV on and watched a bit of YouTube, and I saw a guy, uh, he'd done some sanding and everything, and he put the finish on, and then to finish the whole thing, he, he basically sanded it with a piece of just normal paper, like, you know, white A4 paper. Mm. And uh, he just went all over it with that, just like he was sanding it. And Only it just with that, took off. or is that, was that just the last step? Last, so the finish had been on, the finish had dried, and he got a piece of white paper, uh, you know, like printer paper, mm. and he went over it all with that. And it just takes down any last little nibs without scratching the surface and adds a little bit of a sheen. Mm. Mm. And he said it was an old, uh, an old woodworker's trick. What type of finish did he put on? <laughs> Uh, I think it puts some sort of uh, like oil stuff on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that. yeah, let's get some uh, printer paper and have a go. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it must be very fine was... grit. There, <laughs> yes. Uh, is it 120 gram paper or 60 gram paper? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it works with toilet paper. It's got to be like, you know, normal paper. <laughs> And this other guy said, use brown paper, like a brown paper bag, because it's a bit rougher, the paper. Oh, yeah, that yeah. I heard, but I don't remember where. That, that I heard once, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. Um, and whilst I was full of cold, I watched uh, Bevelish Creations, Pierre. You remember our man, Bevelish Creations? Oh, yeah. He was your recommendation, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you did you watch the one where he built like the uh, shelves with like a, a cupboard at the bottom with the epoxy corner? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right; the way he films his videos is uh, great, isn't it? Yeah, it's very creative. Like like uh, no other sort of woodworking video I've seen. Yeah, it's really good. But and, I think yeah, I, I've seen him use a slider. Right. Uh, so I think he uses that quite a bit, like going back and forth when. Um, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of buying one of those a while back. Me and Andy were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I got the gimbal instead, but now I I kind of wish I had both. <laughs> yeah, can you just put it on a skateboard or something? And uh, yeah, you could, but then you'd have to push the skateboard and run and stand in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you wedge it with a bit of a little bit of wood and a bit of string so you just pull the wedge out and off it goes? <laughs> yeah, sure. Whilst you're in shot. Come on, Pierre. Uh, and the big bubble. Because in every... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just gone off the end and smashed me camera, yeah. Because <laughs> in every shot, he had movement. That's what I noticed about his video. Yeah. And sometimes I movement, think yeah. it gets too much. Uh, I don't want yeah. too much movement either, but some some is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you t- do you think he did any of that like post-production, just like sort of um, moving it around on the computer, or did he do it all with a... Uh, I think he does that as well because some of the the transitions are are like very Premiere Pro transitions, like whip yeah. transitions or whatever it's called. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Ah. Okay. And following on from uh, Mr. Bevelish Creations, I watched the guy build the hibachi barbecue with the perlite <laughs> and white concrete, Andy. <laughs> Huh? Why did you, you search did, for it, or did it come up on your feed? Or like? uh, no, I, I, I searched for it, uh, and uh, I didn't realize he'd made it three times. This barbecue is that the same guy? <laughs> yes, yeah. he did. I only did it once. <laughs> yeah, the, the third one looked much better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, don't, I don't even know. But do you guys know that? Like, why he's only using perlite? I guess that it's that it's lighter, right? Because you could do the whole thing in concrete as well and that would be way yes. more stable yeah yeah i suppose it's because you're lifting it on and off the table and stuff like that it's mm. almost like a tabletop isn't it mm. but he made a pizza oven with that as well didn't he yeah yeah yes i saw that it's not the prettiest of things but is his pizza oven but you know also huh? not the hibachi it looks quite ugly i think with this perlite in it so it's not really yeah. nice yeah yeah, I think it's going to get dirty. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to get dirty or get uh, like you know mm. some of your sausage meat in there in them in them holes, isn't it? Huh? Yes, <laughs> I've seen some people do like a pizza oven with like a medicine ball or some uh, yoga ball or whatever. It oh is. yeah, yeah. They yeah. pour concrete over it and then they just yeah. smash holes. Yeah, deflate them. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But so they use the con- full on concrete, or do they do some mix with perlite? I think they do a mix with some, maybe it's not perlite, maybe it is, I can't remember, but something to strengthen it up, like glass fiber or something. Yeah, perlite is the opposite of strengthening it up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it makes it way more brittle because there's like holes everywhere. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like honeycomb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but seems honeycomb weird. is quite like structural, quite I think good, right? Versus, <laughs> I think perlite is just like a random hole, small, big, small, big. Yeah, yeah. So these little balls, yeah. Ah. 
And uh, well, what else was I going to say? Yes, yeah, so I saw him that. And uh, there must be something in the air, Andy, because uh, you've gone pizza crazy with your pizza ovens. Uh, and our Luke sent me a picture at the weekend. He's bought a pizza oven. Like also one of those pizzas. only ones. He bought a, a, a Gosney. Is it a Gosney? Yeah, I think that's another brand. Yeah, G-O-Z, anyway. It doesn't look like yours. It's like sort of like, looks like a, like a dustbin that's been squished, but it's still <laughs> quite round with a, with a slot in it. Yeah, yeah I but think I saw good. that somewhere as well. Yeah, yeah the pizzas look good. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, summer. Uh, summer's coming up, right? Yeah. But by the looks of it, he had pizza for breakfast, pizza for lunch, and I think he was having pizza for his tea by the looks of it. I know that feeling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we mentioned Annette last week, didn't we? Yeah. Lovely Annette. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got a nice message from Annette. Oh. Yeah. And she says, uh, you have to forgive me, Annette, if I mispronounce some of this because it is in Swedish. But anyway... She says, uh, thanks a bunch for the greeting in episode 43. That was a really nice surprise. Fun fact, I am from the northern part of Sweden. But I was born in Harnonsand. Harnonsand, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Harnonsand, which is the surströmming belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the traditional producers is located on the small island Ulvon, 100 kilometers north of Harnonstad. And yes, I am very fond of surströmming. Ah. Oh, hey, be careful what we say, won't we? Ah. <laughs> Maybe ah. we should do a party with her. Yeah. <laughs> All round for the buffet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Pierre P- P- just says, I don't like it. I'm not having it, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I love I'm- you. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I reckon if you're at Annette's buffet, you might just say, oh, thanks very much, Annette. I love it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. Could you put on a pizza for me, please? That would be nice. Yeah. Um, so that was very nice of Annette. And yeah. uh, I have to uh, say sorry, because I forgot to mention Stian last week. I mentioned everybody else's name, but I forgot Stian, who's a lovely guy from Norway. He is a carpenter by trade, but he makes stuff on his own. But he's off to San Francisco for nine months. Oh, okay. Yeah, his wife is a, she's going to some university thing there, uh, some sort of doctorate thing there or something. So he's gone for nine months. That's, that's nice, wow. then, isn't it? Nice. Huh? Um, yeah. And uh, the other fun thing I did this week, uh, have you listened to uh, Bronch and Handwerk, Pierre? Yeah, I listened yeah. to the, the last episode. Because yeah. it's in English. Yeah. <laughs> Which was very weird. Yeah. Uh, I think they should uh, keep doing it in English. They're so good at English and all all of the people in Norway will understand what they're saying in yeah. English as well. Yeah. So guys, do um, it in English. <laughs> yeah, I think they should do it in English. I'll understand what they're saying. And I've listened to 24 episodes in Norwegian. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got one English one. Um, they sound very different when they speak English. I think the tone of their voices is different. Mm. Yeah. Do you think? Norway Norwegian is like we describe it as a singing language in yes, Sweden. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that was very uh it was a fun thing to listen to. Yeah. I was surprised when it was in English because I wasn't expecting mm. it to be in English, yeah. Yeah. That was really yeah. fun. So that was good, yeah. So yeah, do it in English, boys, yeah. Um 
So uh, a bit more work on the uh, studio room and what day is it? Mon- what day is it? Monday? Monday, Monday, isn't it? Monday, yeah. Oh, maybe, it's, maybe it's Wednesday or Thursday I get back in the workshop and uh, do some filament and get these boxes started. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we've been so, waiting for those boxes yeah, for uh, for a long forward. time now. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm 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 not in any rush to you know. It'll get made when they get made. It's my attitude towards this YouTube rubbish. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yes, my I new my, one as well. I, I my, can feel you, Steve. That's the right. That I yeah, I just got my PSP. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Uh, what have you been up to, Andy? Yeah, I mean the same as you said, Steve. Not not rushing anything, the, taking the things as they come. No. Uh, go 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 slow and uh, yeah, have have fun with it. Uh, so I, I I continued working on my pizza cart as you as you said before. Uh, oh yeah, I I finished that. Did some like inner shelf uh, and added some wheels. I think I underestimated a bit the weight on that whole cart <laughs> when it's loaded right. because it has a I intended to have like the hibachi on it and the pizza oven which is quite heavy with the stone and also a full on big sized gas bottle for for the gas part if I want to use the gas part of the of the burner okay. uh, and then I put those smaller wheels on there <laughs> start, because I, my plan was to have two wheels on one side and then just I lift it a bit so that I can push. All it. right, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it works quite. It works in theory, the whole like lifting and and pushing part, but it's it's very very heavy. Like so, I had to take off mm-hmm. the good gas bottle and the hibachi and only roll it around with the with the pizza. Oh. Oh, <sighs> bigger bigger wheels. Have you got any wheels on your table saw or oh my god, yeah. But they're also small, but they're like very heavy oh, duty right. rollers. But I yeah. think what I was thinking now, since it's outside, I'm going to, I'm not sure how to do it, but I was planning to have like bigger ones, maybe even rubber or like, I mean, not, not, maybe not air tires, but like those bigger rubber ones. Yeah. Rubber ones, but I yeah. still want to have it to, so they can like maneuver it very good. And I think with four of those wheels, fixed wheels, I cannot really like, yeah. turn it around very good. So I don't yeah. know if they're also ones that you can pivot or how they're called swiveled uh, wheels, yeah. like casters with like some bigger tires. Yeah, I, I bought I bought like seventy five millimeter casters with big rubber things on them with brakes on. Okay, so they um, yeah they do exist, and I've got them on uh, a few of my benches are on those, mm-hmm. and they they weigh quite a bit. But I think how good are the brakes? Like when you, the, when you put the, the brakes on, so is, the, is, is it stable? Yeah, then? The, the brakes are, yeah. If you buy, if you buy the, the really good ones, the sort of like heavy duty ones, they're really good. I did buy some uh, 50 millimeter ones that were cheaper and I put them on another one. And when you put all the brakes on, you can like sort of shove the bench a little bit, you know what I mean? Whereas the other one yeah. doesn't move at all. Yeah, so I should have just That was my worry. That's why I didn't want to yeah. do that initially because I have that on my on my router, on my router stand. I put some like a very small cheap wheels on. I can just, when I feed a board through the ra- uh, router, through the plane, yeah. the whole plane just moves, even if the brakes moves, are Moves, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to have that. That's why I didn't buy any casters, but maybe I... yeah. I wouldn't care. I would have only had to pay like another ten pounds for the good ones, but you know, you think oh, I'll save ten pounds in there, but you're wasting your time, really. Yeah, buy the good ones. Yeah, so I think I need to I need to rethink my my wheel solution there because otherwise the cart is very 
very convenient to to move around. Yeah. If you have you had been... guys had trouble with those brakes because it's very easy to break the the wheels, but when you need to unlock the brake, I, I usually have to bend down and like break my fingers when unlocking them. On those uh, shitty cheap yeah. ones that I have on the plane, yes, that I have as that problem, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I I have steel toe capped training shoes on or whatever in the so I just use put me toe under it and lift it up with my toe. Mm-hmm. No bending down. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you have the luxury version of the of the casters. <laughs> <laughs> not all well, not all of them, but some of them, yeah. Most of them are the luxury ones, yeah. The extra ten pound <clears throat> ones, yeah. For four. Extra two pounds a caster. Uh, it's well worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to invest in some good ones as well so that I can yeah. easily move it around without having to lift one side. So how much pizza uh, pizza did you have this week? Oh, and then yeah, finally it was like Saturday. What was it? No, yeah, Saturday came. Uh, I was like, yes, we do pizza today. Or on Friday, I had to think about it because I had to do uh, like the the poolish for the dough already on on Friday. So I I did that on Friday, and then I told my wife about the pizza pizza recipe, which is like a, I found on YouTube, of course, like super proper Neapolitanian uh, pizza with proper pizza dough, which mm. is quite time consuming to do right <laughs> to i mean you yeah. do a poolish the, the the night before but then also you yeah you spend quite some time with the dough where you need to yeah you knead it you rest it you 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 fold it you rest it you take it out you make bowls you rest them so it's over quite a lot of time span and then like 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 jenny said like oh, come on let's just do like pizza dough like we always do pizza dough let's just for once try this and we use like Manitoba flour as they do and like the zero zero flour mm-hmm. uh, and we just see how how it's gonna yeah how, how if if we see a difference or if it's if there's basically no difference so I did that whole step and everything and and then uh, I, I made the balls and, and I gave it to her to like stretch it because I I hate doing like the pizza dough or like preparing the pizza dough and like rolling it and, and, and making it flat. So she did that and she was like, oh, this dough is very nice to work with. Like very simple. You can very easily stretch it. Uh, so we, she prepared all the, you no, know, like the pizzas, we put it in and wow, that difference of that dough versus like, uh. a, like just a normal standard dough that you do yourself where, where it's just like, yeah, you, you use yeast and flour. Uh, and and you let it rest, and then you make pizzas out of it. This was crazy, and I literally like this, the crust and this air that was in the crust that was that was insane. And she said like, "Oh, that was really good." And I was like, "Yeah, let's should we do real pizza dough again next week?" And she said, "Yeah, well. of course." <laughs> <laughs> so that was really a you, nice. You, you can't surprise. you can't make it in you can't make it in advance and freeze it then. Yeah, you can. Uh, I haven't watched that YouTube video, but the guy who made this, uh, like who I was following for the recipe, I saw he has also a video on like how to freeze pizza dough. So I yeah, think it is yeah. possible to to do that. Yeah, yes. yeah. Maybe just make like a big batch and then freeze some, so you're not like there for hours every week or every day mm-hmm. with these pizzas. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was pizza definitely the day worth it. <laughs> I mean, it's not so much work. It's just like you need to be home, right? I mean, you need to yeah. be home at least from two o'clock if you want to eat like at five or like six. So you need to you need okay. to start preparing everything and be around. You're not working on the dough all the time, but you still need to have yeah, be at home and be able to do some th- some folding and stuff. I think you should look into uh, the the cold uh, yeast 
like I do I usually do them the night before and then I have have them in the fridge overnight and mm-hmm. then I can just take them out whenever I want to and the the yeast process starts in the fridge yeah, yeah like, I did that as well with the Polish yeah. on Friday but, oh, yeah. Yeah. but you do the whole dough on the night before yeah the whole dough and I leave it in the fridge I make buns of it and mm-hmm. I leave them in the fridge um, yeah we did that as well in the in the past yeah. but I mean, I don't know how yours are, but at least the ones we had were there was like complete night and day between that version okay. and the one we we did before. All right. So we really felt it was worth putting the effort in in uh, <laughs> in doing it this way. <laughs> so yeah, we had to answer your question. We had pizza on uh, Saturday evening and Sunday for lunch. <laughs> have you still nothing, delivered nothing since then? Yeah. Uh, no, but there's another story coming. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no pizzas instead. <laughs> another another option for pizza dough for people out there is just going to the local pizzeria and just buy some dough because they have it, of course. Can you, you do can that? Get that? Yeah, you can, usually they they go with, along with that. You can get like a couple of buns and bring mm-hmm. them home, not for very much money. Cool. Mm. I didn't think that they would give you the dough. They thought they want to sell you the whole pizza instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them might. I, I haven't tried them all, but some some lets you buy the dough for cheap. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might buy the pizza in pieces. You know, there's the dough. There's the pepperoni. There's the <laughs> bag of cheese. <laughs> it's the same price as the cooked ones, but you can go home and cook it yourself. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you. At least I enjoyed doing it that time. I don't know if I would enjoy it to do this whole process every time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how that how that goes. Uh, and then I also fixed the hibachi. I told you last week, right, that everything kind of crumbled apart and then oh, I glued yeah. it up yeah. with some special weird strong glue. And then I thought, like, this just looks like shit, right? Like from the outside, you see cracks everywhere, you see gaps, and it's like, how do I fix this? I was like, mm, yeah, I just spray paint it. And maybe like the, the cracks are less visible if I spray paint it black. But then I was in the, I was in the basement. I was like, hmm, I have some filler here for the wall. Uh. Or I don't know how filler is in, in, in other countries, but, but spuckle here is like, it's like fine cement, right? Or, or whatever that is, right? So mm-hmm. I, I thought I, I put that on and, uh, and now it looks like cake frosting on the outside because I just like <laughs> put it on with a, <laughs> with a spatula. And uh, so now it, it looks quite interesting. But now the cracks are already coming on that as well. So <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it heat resistive? I have no idea. I, I mean, I did a, I did a test. I, I just fired up some coal. And I think the, the, the filler is not a problem, but I think <laughs> the glue might be a problem because it's not, not that the glue, not, not that it like melts, but I think that I'm not sure how healthy the stuff is that I the do. The fumes the coming off it, yeah. yeah. Because it, it smelled uh, like very, very like plasticky. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how would you like your steak? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> toxic, please. <laughs> and the smoke was very green. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> sounds lovely <laughs> but yeah so i guess the, that's why the guy did free free hibachis on the videos because uh you need to get it right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think his yeah. first one broke didn't he? he broke he trying to get out of the mold yeah yeah but yeah. i think what i would do next time because i did something that he didn't do 
for because I wanted to have four air vents or four holes basically oh, yeah. For, yeah. For, for the for for the air circulation. And I put in wood blocks there where I want to have the holes. And basically all the cracks that happened were coming from those holes. So oh, I guess right, it's okay. the tension because it's square holes versus yes. round holes where there would be no round tension. Holes. So I'm pretty yeah. <laughs> now I cannot say I'm sure, but I, I guess the cracks happened because of those air holes that I added there. So next time I would do it without any holes, and uh, then it might be more a more solid, uh, yeah, form, and, and it, will, it wouldn't crack. Mm. And maybe let it rest for seven days as well. Yeah, me. Yeah, because on, on the last one you let it rest for two weeks. He said, "Oh, okay, yeah." And I thought, I hope I know someone who just opened this up in like three days and you let it be two weeks. <laughs> I mean, now I have one, so I could uh, just leave it for three weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I will see what I will do with it or if I just try to use it as it is. Uh, and then I started another interesting project because uh, I told you guys that I redid the, the greenhouse some weeks back where I, I took out a lot of those old planter boxes uh, out of wood. I don't know if that is a Swedish thing or if, uh, at least I've never seen those in Switzerland that you have like wooden planter boxes. Do you have that in the UK, Steve? Uh, some people do in the greenhouse, yeah. They, they sometimes they just have grow bags on the on a concrete floor or they have uh, actual earth inside with just some paving stones or they have like a little trough made of wood either side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I removed those and they were quite like, I mean, they were very some of the wood was rotten some was like very moist because of all the soil that was in there so over over years right so i thought like yeah i, I ripped them out and i put it on a, on a on a pile there and then jenny said like oh i would like to have a table in there in the greenhouse since we have more space now to sit there and, and also eat and then i was looking at that pile of those very rotten boards I was like hmm let's be creative <laughs> and let's be like jackman works because he's always doing everything out of like old uh, pallet wood or like just old reclaimed wood so i cut off all the metal parts because then the planter boxes they have four metal parts on the corner like uh, hinges yeah. uh yeah. so i cut all of them off uh, and then i let those boards in the in the basement just to dry or like to just be a bit less moist i would say so i just left them there and the, the smell in the basement was horrible <laughs> it was like a very moldy smell uh <laughs> and then i uh eh, some days ago on the, on, on the weekend I went and uh, down there and I was like yeah let's let's see if I can reuse some of those boards and then picked some of them or like almost oh, more than 50% of them and started milling them down and uh, it, they were a bit funny smelling but most of them were very good and then I just glued together a huge uh, like pile they were like one meter ten long uh, cut them up again into strips and then I glued them back together again. So now I have a 60 by 110 meter table top uh, part mm. thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I was considering, should I cut it up again so that I have like an end grain top, like a, like an end Oh, like a butcher block, yeah. Yeah, that you cut yeah. like three times. Yeah. But then I was like, ah, no, that's too much effort and it would be too small, I think, afterwards. So now, now I, uh, I kept this, so I have now a fully reclaimed tabletop and they're going to use some some uh, uh some pine some solid pine uh 
what's it called rods legs no, not rods legs <laughs> so i had to, uh, <coughs> that's the word you're long. looking for legs <laughs> yeah but it's not really a leg it's like a, const- a construction beam that i bought like a while back oh, uh, okay. like 70 by 70 uh, millimeters so i thought like yeah i just cut that up for legs uh, and now fitting that in in a way so that was a yeah, I was I was surprised that it worked with all this wet wood. At least for now, it looks like the glue and everything holds uh, mm, together. Yeah. And I think for mm. just for being in the greenhouse, it's a nice thing to have the old planter boxes back in the greenhouse in in another form. Yeah. Cool. And what will you what will you put in that as a finish then? Something who doesn't mind being damp. <laughs> I maybe I'm not. Uh, I mean, maybe I should like measure actually the, how moist it is, uh, and and otherwise. Yeah. So I, I was thinking on trying something or a new or not a new product, but a product I've never used from Ruby Monocoat, like the pre-aging one, to pre-age oh, yeah. that with some smoke. I think uh, I saw on, yeah. on one of the yeah. one of the color samples, uh, and then go over with some oil and. That could be an interesting look of having this more aged look of something that is actually old. Mm. Mm. But I have maybe you need to take a blowtorch to it, and uh, that'll dry it out a bit. Oh, maybe I could actually use a blowtorch to get this. Yeah, whatever it's a blowtorch. What do they call that? What, call Sh- that sugar ban or something? Sugar ban, yeah. yeah, and it'll dry some of the wood out, <laughs> <laughs> or you just burn it to hell. <laughs> like, Shit, it's burning. <laughs> if it's that wet, it won't burn. It'll be alright. Just be smoky. <laughs> but actually, maybe that's a that's an interesting thing to actually char that table. Yeah, because you can you can brush it off, can't you? If it's too charred, you can just take a wire brush to it and take it off. So it's a bit lighter uh, in color. How do you finish it? Can, can you still use oil and stuff afterwards? Or you can still you use, yeah. I think people still put oil and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it might cure some of your damp spots. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. I mean, the, the wood feels. I mean, it feels as wet as pine normally is, right? At yeah, least pine is always quite wet, right? Okay, it feels like quite wet. So yeah, or at least the construction pine, the construction uh, lumber. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will see where, that, where yeah. that goes. Maybe tomorrow the whole thing is looking like that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, looks like a looks like a Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I, I unclamped yeah. it just before the podcast, huh? and it's still oh. still flat. Otherwise, Hang on, can you can you hear that? I can hear. Can you hear it? I think I can hear it bending as we speak. It's <laughs> moving. That was that noise before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I just screw it down, right? <laughs> Problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's an interesting project to finish, uh, building the frame and then uh, and then putting that top on. Uh, see how that how that's gonna look like. Mm, and if it actually cool. works, I've never built a table to sit on, right? I built, of course, a workbench. I built and this card, yeah. not, not really a table to sit at. So I have no idea. How and have you got going. have you got chairs to sit at this table with then? Not yet, no. All right, okay. I'm not gonna build four chairs. That's way too much. Effort. No. <laughs> okay, just a, just a standing table then. This table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, we we have some. We still have some old IKEA chairs around, so maybe we can use some of those. Uh, yeah, in there. yeah. Okay, Let's see how that how that goes. Uh, and then I did some other making uh, this week. 
since since we started the whole pizza stuff that's kind of that um, what triggered the whole things and i told you last week i think regarding the bread baking right uh and then i tried out or i did a sourdough starter but like on day five it was like Gosh, that's nothing for me I, this i'm not gonna feed this guy every day and then and then throw away half the dough every time it feels just like feels like a waste right if you do it that way and yeah, I found some other guys on YouTube saying like, you don't need to throw away stuff. You can just use it. And then if you use it every day, you don't, you can just leave a little bit in there and feed it basically that and do another bread the next day. And I was like, yeah, it's just way too much of a hassle. So I found those recipes where you just do a poolish like the day before. And then you, I mean, you, of course you don't get a sourdough bread, but you get another bread. And I found this guy on YouTube and then I tried this bread out. Uh, I don't know when that was. And like, yeah, it was a good bread, but it was not like on YouTube. It was way too dense, right? I think I showed you a picture, Pierre, of my first yeah. bread that I did. It yeah, looked it nice from the outside, but it was not as airy as I or okay. as I wanted to because I saw that on YouTube. And then I did another bread, the same one again. I was like, ah, it was a, maybe a bit more airy, but maybe not. And then I did another one yesterday, uh, or did another Polish yesterday, and and was baking that bread today where i really tried to exactly do it like in the video really tried to to do it to do it that way uh and then i was baking it just before dinner and it came out of the oven and it was maybe not as perfect as on, on the video but it was like it was much higher than the one before and it was very airy and then we were cutting it open because i couldn't wait uh, i was planning to eat it tomorrow morning but it looked so good so i was cutting it open and then I was eating a slice and then Jenny came as well. She's like, oh, that looks good. And then we were like, hmm, that bread is way too good. We Love's need to gone. eat it now. Yeah. <laughs> let's change dinner. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's eat bread with just some with bread and butter. Yeah, bread and <laughs> butter and some like um, some stuff on it, some salami and some some ham. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's why I said before when he said, uh, if you only ate pizza two days. So like, that was another thing that we <laughs> And a loaf of bread baking. as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was really really good. I have to wow. I have to say, <laughs> the first two they were okay to eat, but they weren't as like airy and like fluffy as uh, as they should be. Yeah, so that was fun. Very nice. I think that was my week, Pierre. What did you do? I think I just want to say I think it's funny that we're all kind of makers not just in one area of making we we do all sorts of making uh, mm. and bread is one of those things that i've been into bread as well and then you find something else and you move on but you move on with the knowledge and experience of now you know how to make bread as well now now we can move on to the next thing <laughs> and Beer. And bro beer, yeah. Beer's the next step. <laughs> and then you You're make just, snooze. <laughs> we are just yeah. way too nervous, right? We just cannot sit still. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be that. Um I'm I'm kind of getting ready to push the website for uh forest oh, and village yeah. later this yeah. week. Uh so I have some products on there right now. I've I've talked about the and showed the keychains earlier. Made yeah. some in in black now as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got my wife's earrings on there, uh, and she's done another pair, another style of earrings as well that I plan to to put there as well. Uh, I've also added the laptop case that I've made uh, in leather, yeah. 
And the last object is this uh, wooden snooze box ah. in Walnut. And nice. man, have I been working on this for a long time. It's <laughs> like, I know you did a wo- uh, wooden snooze box as well, Andy. And mm-hmm. I tried that thing where you, you kind of put the, the, the normal snooze box inside of the snooze mm-hmm. box. It's but, too big. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's too big. I didn't... I need to fit it in my pocket all mm. the time. And the size of the snooze box is like seven centimeters in diameter. And if I go bigger, it's kind of, it won't fit my pocket. So mm. then I think we were talking about this, like, can we put something inside of the, of yeah. the snooze box? So I actually found uh, a lacquer that is food safe. So mm. I've put the, the food safe lacquer on the inside. So I, I actually pour the snooze in just inside of this snooze box. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I also experimented a lot about with the tolerance between the lid and the bottom part. So mm, yeah, the lid doesn't fall off, but it fall also, off, yeah. it's easy to take off or not. Mm. It's not super easy. I have to twist it, but then mm. it opens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice sound up here. Nice, nice sound. sound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I made so many iterations on the CNC, like like with different tolerances, and I can't open this one. And then I found something that was perfect. And then when I put the finish on, I couldn't open it. <laughs> so I had to play around a lot with that. And also, the I think the first batch of walnut I bought was, I mean, it was dry. It said like 9 or 11% or something. And I kept it indoors and I went into the garage. It was pretty cold at that time as well. And I planed it uh, down and then I took it back inside. And then the day after, I think I made a, a batch of snooze boxes. And then they were all like curved, like the lid yeah. was totally curved. Yeah. So I think something was wrong or I did something wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, so I've been playing around with that as well. Like, how can how do I do it so that the the wood doesn't bend after keep, I keep it, it down? In, keep it in the house. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've done with the the last pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when you buy it, bring it in the house and leave it in the house till you plane it down, then put it back in the house, and then bring it into the workshop and cut your boxes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've done. Yeah. With it. If it's so been cold, yeah. I made like four of these yesterday, so I'm I'm gonna finish them off later. And hopefully I'll have time to put them on the website as well. Yeah, how much <clears throat> stock do you have now? Uh, I have very limited supply. Like I have two of those black keychains. Uh, so it's very limited supply. Um, I don't want to make a bunch of them. I don't have time to make a bunch of them either, but I don't want to make a bunch of them and then no one's going to buy them. <laughs> so I'm going to do the 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 occasional drops like now i've made a m- bunch more if you're interested you can mm. find them on my website yeah yeah i uh when i went to make a central i listened to jimmy deresta with his talk mm-hmm. and when he made the ice picks when he first did the ice picks he wasn't yeah. too sure if anybody would buy the ice picks and he didn't want to make thousands of them yeah so he said um he would make a hundred and people could pre-order the mm-hmm. ice picks. And, but once he got 100 pre-orders, he then made the ice picks. And he did it yeah. that way rather than have loads of stock. So 
you can say that um, you can pre-order these they'll be available so and so and you see how many you've got and then you you get them done then you know mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's good um i've also been thinking about making some furniture that i can i can put on the website and sell like i do like the idea of making my own kind of collection of pieces yeah but it's hard because i i need to design something that actually looks good (laughs) if i'm I'm going to put my name on it uh but i'd rather do that than put it on the website for sale than making custom pieces for customers yeah like i might be able to do that in the future but i'm not entirely comfortable Mm. yet doing that yeah I don't feel that I'm a good enough woodworker to be able to, like I did the table for my brother and I I did that because it was my brother. But if anyone, like people have asked me to make custom furniture and I've, I've turned them all down because I don't feel comfortable. Like I'm, I, I don't have the confidence that I am going to do it well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, that's something that I'm battling with, uh, with like with everything. Uh, so I yeah, because um, M- Monkey Boy does like uh, he has a set number of a set number of designs that he makes on a regular basis, and it's on his website. Yeah, and I think he makes them to order, Pierre. Then he doesn't have them in stock, so he says these are the these are the tables and trays or whatever I make. Yeah. But people order one, and then he makes it. He doesn't have them in stock, but it's just no, the same thing he makes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that repeating, I think that's going to help me like make something that's really yes. looks good and I'm proud of. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be good anyway. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I have a I have a bench that I'm going to start with, uh, like uh, whenever I receive the wood from Calexico uh, yeah. in a birch. I'm going to do a birch bench, just pretty nice. basic, but something that I can put on the website. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it be also, like a, yeah. Go will ahead. it be like a Scandinavian style furniture that you're doing? I'm not sure what the design is. I drew it up in Fusion and then I showed my wife and she was like, mm, where do you plan to put that? And I was like, um, I'm not sure. And she was like, <laughs> on the website. It doesn't really fit the, the style of, of our house. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it for sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is your, is your website up and running then? Is it live? It is up and running, but I haven't p- promoted it anywhere. Or, or um, uh, but by the weekend when this airs, it's it's going to be live. I hope it's uh, forest and village. Dot uh, se. I think. Dot, okay. Forest sure. and <laughs> like you have right and or what forest? And village. Forest and village, like in in letters. Yeah, yeah. So you can okay. Dot se. Yeah, yeah. So it's all in Mm. Swedish, and all the products will be for Swedish only. For now, at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I won't bother. Those news boxes are sold out. Yeah, they're sold out. (laughs) I have only have the one finished right now. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of snooze boxes, what's the snooze update on your consumption, Pierre, of this snooze? I'm staying uh, uh, on one box a day. Uh, for the last like one week, I haven't used the the the, bo- the box itself. I've just uh, had the the snooze in the fridge, uh, but I'm still on the same level of 
of snus okay. intake. So okay, and uh, I haven't used it because I was too lazy to use it. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really it did help me in the beginning, and now I I just I'm on the same same level. So okay, that's good. good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I also did some uh, some woodworking this Saturday. I did a uh like in sweden it was popular in the old days like to have a plate shelf like you put oh, in the yeah. kitchen you had you had a shelf where you put the plates uh so i did a bookshelf in that style for the little the small room that we renovated so i'm going to put that in the room to have some books like on display mm. for my daughter and i'm also planning to do a coat hanger just like an old style coat hanger as well and when I was when I was making that, I was thinking about how should I, how do I do this video? And I've been thinking a, a lot about the video styles and whatnot lately. So I started planning for a new type of like a story, more story driven video. Right. Okay. Uh, we've finished it. We, like the room is finished, and in. This last video, I'll, I will show the shelf and the coat hanger, but I won't spend as much time like showing how I made it. It's very basic, mm. so it seems like something uh, no one cares about. But I I've care been, uh... because I <laughs> like because because Jenny asked me for like a, a cookbook uh, shelf or like multiple shelves for the kitchen, where you actually like as you said more of the presented styles, and maybe that's something that oh, I maybe. can get inspired. Yeah. But I've been uh, like in the past, I've been doing mostly searchable videos, mm. like a review of this or very yeah. like I I made a bench, making a bench or something like that. Because when you don't have an audience, it's really hard to get through through the like homepage of YouTube. You're battling against Mark Rober, which is my obsession for this one, and. Uh, uh, all the big YouTubers, you're battling against them and having like making a bench against something like I ate only pizzas for a year is hard. <laughs> People tend to click the pizza video instead. But now I, I at least I have a a subscriber base and I think I, I can start trying to do more story-based videos. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm uh, experimenting a whole lot in the future with my videos, uh, but I'm looking forward to like trying something new instead of just filming every step of the project uh, uh, yeah. and doing something else. Yeah. yeah, it sounds good. I'm available for voiceover just for the next few <laughs> days, but this voice yeah. will be gone by then, Pierre. So, What's your rate? Yeah. Oh, it'd be cheap. Mate rates, mate rates. <laughs> uh, here we are in the bedroom with a wonderful uh, coat. <laughs> Handcrafted <laughs> from the finest Swedish birch. <laughs> yeah. Made by the Swedish maker. Should put yourself on Fiverr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just for a couple of days, that's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, order now. <laughs> I'll get in now before the voice breaks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's been what my week. I've had a note for as long, uh, like five or six weeks in my like podcast file on the computer. Yeah. It just th says things that bother me because I, right. I was, 
I was thinking like I could make a list of things that bother me, but I've only had one thing there for it ever. <laughs> it's it says number one, Botox. Okay. How did that become a thing? <laughs> bow ties on your oh. neck or bow ties in yeah. wood? <laughs> bow ties in wood. All right, I've, okay. Every time I've seen that, I've think I've thought, why would you do that? Just ruins the entire table. No. It's like, I mean, it's it was meant for a reason, right? Yeah, but there's have, a reason. Like if there's a crack or something. Yeah. It, it yes. You mean yes. like bow tie for yeah. no reason? Or you mean bow tie if No, but it just, uh, to me, I want to be clear, this is to me, it looks very ugly. Even if the there's a, a crack, table. So even if it has a function. Uh, even if it has a function, there are other ways of, of uh, solving that issue with a crack than with a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> I like it to be honest. I, I think it's a very yeah, nice. I mean I wouldn't put um, it in, in, in like if there is no crack or anything, I think yeah. then it would be a bit weird, but I like it. Yeah. I think it's a very nice thing. And also like the different variation. For me it doesn't really need to be a bow tie, but it can be a cross or something like that, right? To like just some something yeah. visual that is inlaid to kind of fix the crack. Yeah. I mean it's obviously a very traditional piece of woodworking, like going back years and years that Makers use bow ties to strengthen the cracks in wood, but mm. now it's become very fashionable. As it's like anything on YouTube, it's it's a sort of fashionable gimmick to throw a bow tie in, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. And some people even sell bow ties on their Etsy store, so you can buy a, a variety really? pack of bow ties. Yes, you can buy small, medium, large on their Etsy stores <gasps> to put in your woodwork. Yeah, and for your shop, people sell bow tie jigs, Pierre, mm. like, you know, like a piece of acrylic <laughs> that's oh, got a bow tie cut out so you can just cut your own out with your router, yeah. I wonder what Jason thinks about bow ties. Because <laughs> he, he didn't like the epoxy, like, no. it was ruining the the aesthetic of of something. And I, that's the case for me with bow ties, I think, because they usually use another colored wood as well. Like yes, something yeah. that breaks off the... yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe yeah. in like a like a rough style table, like something in a, you put in a barn or something. But yeah, on a dining table, no, that's not for me. Mm. But that's good. We have different opinions. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I finish these shaker boxes, I'm going to make a bow tie table, Pierre. So. <laughs> Only bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> it's one big bow tie with loads of little bow ties inside. <laughs> for, Just for you. For Pierre's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um okay anything else on this list or is it just the one thing then no it was just one thing i've been just the one to thing. cross it off the you're list very happy then the... if this is the only thing that bothers you <laughs> yeah. uh, there are a lot of things that bother me in real life except like not woodworking but we can save that for another episode yeah, 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 episode, yeah. <laughs> okay Oh, by the way, yeah. are you guys excited for next week when we have a special guest for episode 45? Yeah, I am excited. excited. Yeah, And I don't even know who we're, it is. So. We're still in the dark, me and Pierre, but like a, like a couple of mushrooms. We just kept in the dark. Yeah, you will be. This is like <laughs> a, this is a surprise guest for everyone, for you guys, for me, for, for the audience. Like no one knows who is actually coming. <laughs> I'm sure you know who's coming. Yeah, I hope I know who's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
when we say the 45th episode, we could be recording that in three weeks' time after the conversation we had this afternoon. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you will be very happy, Steve. I'm, I'm very sure you're okay. You will yeah. be very happy. Okay. It's not like you, you, you're not going to be disappointed. Have this person been on the podcast before? No, no. No, oh, okay, all right. Then I can <laughs> you don't need to worry because you're like, we can ask you him about all the guests. We can ask him about so bow ties. <laughs> no, no, it's a new guest. No, that'd be we have fun, never, man. we've never had that guest here. Okay. On the, the and uh, are we allowed to ask any questions? You can ask questions. I'm not sure how to answer them, but uh, try. Okay. I need to hide my okay. face. So I'm not um, like. Well, just, uh, you, you just answer yes or no. You've got to answer yes or no. All right. <laughs> Are they no, 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 no. From Europe. <laughs> or why, why are we talking no, about, well, that means talking a yes, about multiple yeah, guests? Is one not enough? No, the guest. Uh-huh. The, the next week's guest. Are they from are they from Europe? Yes or no? Yeah. That means a yes, Pierre. But we don't go anywhere uh, closer. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> go, you go next, Pierre. I don't answer anything anymore. <laughs> is, it, is it the king of Sweden? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the king of Sweden. No, no, you can trust me on this. Hey. You will not be disappointed. I'm, I'm very, I'm very okay. confident with that guest. And it's, I'm, I'm so confident okay. that we, that I don't need to tell you guys, so that you, there is no preparation needed for that guest. Okay, it's like, okay, it's yeah. You can just. They're obviously a very busy. Enjoy and relax. They're obviously a very busy person. Yes, they? it's very hard to schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to pin them down to a day. They're very busy. So yes. Uh, but uh, I think I know it is, Pierre. That's good. Oh, I have an do. idea. I have an idea. Yeah, yeah. I'll t- privately me message you later. I'll pri- <laughs> in the after in the after show party, I'll take you to a dark corner and I'll whisper in your ear with this nice right. voice. Yeah, do that. Do I don't want to hear it. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, man. Hmm. Ah. Anything annoying the... you at the moment? Andy? Uh, sorry, sorry, what did you say, Steve? Anything annoying you? Have you got anything on your annoying list of woodworking things? Uh, no, I haven't thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I'll, 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 I'll create a note in my computer now. I'm not woodworking annoyances. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will think uh, about it as well. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for it then? We are. We are. What have you got? So, Steve. (laughs) (coughs) Don't make me laugh. (coughs) Okay, so, uh, I've got a strange little obsession this week, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I finished most of my uh, series on TV. I haven't really got one on the go at the moment. And a guy in the pub said, uh, you like this show, Steve, it's right up your street. So I thought, okay, well. uh, And I haven't, he keeps saying, have you watched it? I said, no, I haven't watched it. Have you watched it? I said, no, I haven't watched it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I started because I wasn't very well. I started watching it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's on Apple Plus, right. and it's a show called uh, Slow Horses, okay. and it's a spy thriller uh, series set in England. So it's the MI MI five MI six sort of thing, and um, it's 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 funny and frightening at the same time. Um, so in MI5, there's all the uh, top agents, secret agents working. Uh, but if you sort of like drop a clangor or you make a mistake or you're no good at your job, they send you to this other place called Slough House, 
where all the sort of average, not so good spies go. Uh, the low par, people who've like, you know, missed the terrorist and he's blown up everybody. So, so they all go there. And there are a bunch of, a bunch of deadbeats and the bosses are always farting and drinking and, you know, doesn't seem that bothered. And there's this big case and they get involved in the big case with the real posh, the good spies. So it's a very sort of uh, spies against spies or all on the same side. Sounds interesting. Oh, it's the one with uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, yeah. Gary Oldman, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I think there's only um, one series, about eight episodes. I'm about four in, Pierre. So So I really liked it, yeah. So it's called Slow Horses, and it's on Apple Plus, and it is recommended wholeheartedly. Put that on my list to watch. Yeah. He's all, Gary Oldman's always farting, Pierre. He just lets one go left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a right tramp in this thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah it's very I, I seen the trailer. He looks yeah. uh, nothing like himself. No. So, Pierre, what's your obsession? Well, during my week of, uh, I, w- I just want to clear m- the bakery from any accusations Ooh. I did in the past. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I have a letter Turn- from a bakery, yeah. Yeah, turns out it wasn't uh, the chicken sandwich, uh, but instead it was like um, some parasite that I've received from drinking water. <gasps> Don't uh, drink water anymore. No, I'm yeah. just going to stop drinking water. But um, So I've cleared the bakery now. I can go back there I've with a the conscience. <laughs> 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 would, you, would you go in and buy a chicken sandwich again if it's the last sandwich there? If it's a, yeah. I, w- oh, I no. wouldn't, no. no. Good. <laughs> but um, during Crypto, that week... Cryptosporidium, wasn't it, Pierre? Yeah, cryptosporidium. Cryptosporidium, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But during that week, like I said last time, I, I spent a lot of time on on all the platforms and I watched, um, I was recommended a, a lot of videos from a channel called Scammer Payback. And uh, he's doing like uh, these calls with these Indian call centers. Oh, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They call uh, like mostly older people, they call them up and then they make them go on, on like a video call with them and they... they change the the banking numbers through just through the html editor so the the older people thinks something is wrong and they want to pay back the money to the scammers mm. and that's how they get their money and uh, he just tries to he calls them up and he like hacks their computers and plays around with them and then this morning i saw a video from mark rober and that's my obsession um He's also into scammer things. So he he released a video also about the Indian scammers where they, wow, it's got like 9.5 million views already. Okay. (laughs) But they totally destroy scam callers. They send, he sends out like undercover agents that go and work for the scammers. And, um, and they place like a, like a lunchbox because they can't, the the undercover agent can't bring stuff into the workplace but they can bring like a lunchbox so they fill a lunchbox with um what's it called those critters that that everyone cockroaches yeah cockroaches and it has a like a release button so when they release it all the cockroaches run out on the floor and they do the same with a, a terrible smell in a water bottle and they also bring Ooh. rats and stuff like that 
and they hack the security cameras of the of the scam callers center so they can see exactly what they're doing and they can see when the manager is logging into his computer they can see the password he's typing so they can basically reach everything on their computers as well so it was re- really amusing video uh mm. seeing seeing them take trying to take those scammers down yeah yeah cool very good i know the other channel yeah. that you mentioned there with the yeah, I think, uh, play, yeah. Uh, payback yeah. that that is really in, very yeah, interesting yeah. to watch yeah yeah because yeah, they turn the cameras on on the computers of the scammers and that don't mm. get the faces and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. that's good. good very good yeah yeah they need sorting out those bad boys those scammy bad boys yeah they do and i, I like my daughter texted me today uh she, like with like a print screen of her phone and she received like a text message like you're now subscribed to this service oh yeah Uh, it's 60 swedish crowns a month uh reply with this and i just said (laughs) yeah don't reply anything and i'm gonna personally kill those people doing that stuff (laughs) okay (laughs) what a promise (laughs) i didn't tell her that but uh that's the feeling i get when they yeah like they don't know that she's 10 years old with a phone, but it's just yeah. un- so annoying. So annoying. he has a particular set of woodworking skills. He will find you <laughs> chisel to your kneecaps <laughs> <laughs> and an electric plane to your shins. So watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So Andy, mm-hmm. what's up? A- What's your obsession? I have a, I had a last minute switch of obsession. Actually, I realized uh, it's a bit of a weird switcheroo. obsession. It's an app, actually. And it just like came to my mind now that it's for me quite a lifesaver. After Steve mentioned his obsession, since I don't know how you guys are, but we have a lot of TV subscriptions like Apple Plus, like Amazon Prime with the Prime subscription, then we have HBO and Disney and Discovery and like a lot of paid subscription, and you never. You never know what to like. For example, HBO. We haven't watched HBO for a long time, but HBO had like this mm. this uh, this ad a while back where they relaunched, and it was very cheap to get a lifetime subscription to that price or something like that, which was very cheap. And I was like, should I get rid of it now? But I was like, no. If I would get it now, it would be double the price, and like, let's just keep it. Yeah. Maybe I want to watch something. And then I was like, it would be nice if there's a place where I actually can put in what kind of subscriptions I have and basically I can browse a catalog of it instead of having to go in there and find shows that I, yeah, I have no idea, for example, what's on, what's on HBO or what's on, on discovery. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I was sure there is something and actually there is uh, an app or also like a service that is called just watch. Uh, basically you create an account, you log in, you, you click all the, the services that you have subscribed to and then you can just browse the whole catalog. A catalog. You can say what you like, and then it suggests you stuff. You can put that on your like watch list, and then you don't forget what you actually want to watch. Because lately, since one of my obsessions some weeks back was MasterChef Australia, we are still on that because we are already on episode thirty-five. There's like unlimited episodes <laughs> on that on that show. So it's like there's so much other stuff released. And I was like, yeah, now I forget that I want to watch that on Netflix and and this on 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 Apple on Apple TV. Uh, but now you can actually with that app you can track it or like you can mark what you want to watch what you have already seen and 
I thought it's perfect because you kind of make more use out of what you're actually paying for because you can find stuff that is actually that you want to watch and that is that is that interests you without having to go in there and and trying to to find a, like a show that you don't know if you can search by by uh, category and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, and it came to my mind. Before. Yeah, because there's nothing. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Go on. I said, there's nothing worse when you think, oh, let's find something to watch. Yes, exactly. So you go through Amazon Prime, you find nothing. Then you go yeah. through Netflix, you find nothing. Then you go to Disney, you find nothing, don't you? Yeah. And now I spent some yeah. hours on the toilet. I was just going through, browsing through stuff. And it's like, oh, there's so many nice movies. Because whenever it's like, let's watch a movie, we cannot, as you said, we cannot find anything because it, nothing is like yeah. there. But now I found some quite good stuff when you search, uh, like or like their categories, for example, uh, whatever. Uh, heist movies or or whatever else. Bridget Jones two, Bridget Jones <laughs> yeah, three, perfect for a date night or whatever. So there's like categories like that looks interesting, right? Uh, yeah. Instead of like browsing through like millions of just titles where where, where everything yeah. looks like meh, meh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. that uh, it's a weird obsession, but uh, it's it's quite nice where you can. Where I think you can get something out of the money that you're paying to the services that you that you're subscribed to that you normally don't really use. Yeah, very good. It's free this app, yeah. Yeah. They have a paid one where they yeah. say you can get better what does it say? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Browse, uh, remove ads and find stuff to watch faster. But yeah, I, I'm not paying for it. Okay. So far it's good enough. <laughs> 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 ah, very good. Yeah, and I I haven't tried it yet, but I think they also have an Apple TV app where you can just click on the stuff and it goes directly into Netflix and stuff like that. Because that's how it works on right, the phone. Okay. If you click it, it opens Netflix directly on that show. So it's like yeah. your one-stop shop for finding and, and playing yeah. everything. Very nice. Yeah, we have Google TV on the TV, mm. and that brings up all the apps that you subscribe to. Mm. So it does recommend things that... From uh, uh, Apple or Netflix or Prime or whatever, mm. and if you do click on it, it takes you straight to that thing. But uh, it only offers you certain things mm. in terms of recommendations. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ah, very good. So, as that was done for this week. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Andy's off to find the biggest set of casters he can find <laughs> with a super strong break. Pierre, we're not too sure what Pierre's going to be up to. He could be in big trouble. Uh, he's going to find some scammers and learn <laughs> what he's going to do to them. <laughs> I'm off to make a few voiceovers before my voice breaks. And we're all very excited for this European guest that's coming next week. So, we'll see you all then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So, once again, a big thank you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>